You're listening to Wake Up Springfield with Alex Bryant, News Director Don Luzader, and Producer Cass Bowen Anderson on 93.3 and AM 560 KWTO. The Missouri State Senate keeps making news. Um, yesterday, the President of the Senate, Caleb Rowden, he dismissed members of the Freedom Caucus from their committees in the Missouri Senate, and we need to know what's going on over there. So we made a call to our friend, Senator Curtis Trent, and he's joining us here this morning to talk about this. How are you this morning, sir? I'm doing great. How are you? Dude, I'm doing very well. So let's dive right in. I mean, we could either be very honorable and respectful the way we talk about this, or we can get down to the juicy gossip. Now, you're an honorable man. <laughs> I think Alex no, was a juicy gossip. I'm going to give you all the details. All, right. all right. Let's get it. Let's go. Let's we can't dress it up in some, uh, in some uh, reasonable terms here. Well, let's do it. Be honorable, sir. That's, our, that's the, the honorable part of this. So what, what's going on there? Well, you know, I, there's, a, there's always a little bit of, of speculation involved because you can't truly read anyone's mind. Uh, but what appears to be going on to me is that you've got a group of folks uh, who really need earned media for statewide campaigns, and this is the method that they've gone about getting it. And it's and it's really disappointing to me uh, because you know I, I went to Jefferson City to work on conservative policy. I want to see us uh, implement education reform, give parents more freedom over the educational destinies of their kids. Uh, I want to see us protect uh, Missouri assets and farmland from uh, foreign influence, particularly China, uh, that, that may have uh, nefarious uh, interests in, in our state. I want to see us fix our, our broken initiative petition reform. And a lot of the people who are blowing up the Senate right now say they want the same thing, too. But it's actions that matter more than words. So, so state I notice that their actions are preventing any of these things from coming to the floor, any of these things from being considered and are convulsing uh, the state and the Senate in a way that is that is obliterating our ability to pursue any of these conservative objectives. So, Senator Trent, tell us some of the things they're doing. And again, here, here's why I say just get down to it, because yesterday, Kayla Rowden gave names. I mean, Senator Denny Hoskins was removed. Yeah, everybody um, knows who they are. Yeah, Andrew Koning was removed, Rick Bratton, and um, and then Bill Eigel. So what are some of the things they're doing to, you know, blow it up, if you will? Well, it, it's, well the, the, the mechanic they're using is the filibuster. They, they walk out on the floor, and they just talk. And we have an unlimited filibuster in Missouri, which is typically a good rule because you want to be able to slow things down. You want to be able to uh, prevent bad legislation from getting through. But it was never intended to be used to hold the entire process hostage where nothing can happen. And uh, but the, what really makes it pernicious is, is just the bad faith negotiations. You know, they'll, they'll give you a series of demands. You know, we want X, Y, and Z. And if we get that, then we'll sit down and regular order can resume. Well, either X, Y, and Z is so unreasonable that it could never be given, or if you give them X, Y, and Z, then they come back and want something else. So the goalposts are continually moving. So at at some point, you're just like, these negotiations are in bad faith. Uh, They actually want what they're getting, which is a blown-up process. Uh, And and as near as I can tell, uh, that's where we're at. We're we're in a position where uh, people are saying one thing, but they actually want something else, and what they want is what we're getting, a blown-up process. Curtis, it's Don Luzader. Now, you know, we uh, had talked about this before you went on the air, and you referenced it as well, but but I think it's interesting that 
We have uh, Denny Hoskins, who's running for Secretary of State. Caleb Rowden, who made these remarks and issued this punishment, if you will, who's running for Secretary of State. Bill Igel, who's running for governor. Uh, Many of the people who are involved in this are people who are seeking higher office. No, that's that's certainly true. Although I will say, uh, in in Senator Rowden's defense um, and and other members of leadership, uh, I think that the actions that they're taking to try to address this situation are milder than the actions that the rest of the Senate would like to see them take. Um, like like they're they're trying to navigate this as as best they can. But this is not leadership versus a group of senators. This is a small group of senators versus the entire senate and just really quickly what what's the deal with the with the parking is that is that uh, <laughs> i knew Don was gonna ask is that. that a significant <laughs> deal that they got to walk further to uh, to get there now i mean it doesn't seem significant to me but they spent hours talking about it yesterday so i guess it's very significant to them <laughs> <laughs> okay so here's kind of what i'm seeing um senator curtis trent and first of all we're talking with state senator curtis trent he represents us here in this area um in springfield north um, side but so here, here's the reality of it. And we were having a discussion about this, you and I, I think a couple of weeks ago. And I'm not trying to be rude, but it seems like it's a peeing contest. I'm more conservative than you. You're more conservative because don't we all want the same thing? Don't we all want to stop babies from being killed? You know, don't we, you know, don't we all want to keep, you know, all this transgender stuff from coming into our communities? Don't we want to keep woke politics? Like I, and I've talked to a lot of you guys. Well, we we say we do, but there's six or seven of us who are who are who are putting their political careers ahead of those objectives. So, so I have to question whether they actually wanted it. Okay, not. see now that's tough for me because I've had some of these people here. We've interviewed them. I'm going to just say Bill Igel. I think he's a conservative guy. You, so, but what what Caleb I mean, Brown he, is he and I vote a lot alike. I mean, I think our our voting records are almost identical. Okay, um, but he's but he's stopping anything from coming to the floor so what caleb so, Rowden I mean, is well, saying at some point what am i to believe okay so here's the deal what caleb Rowden and you and a lot of you guys are you guys are saying this dude's not really a true conservative i mean I, again i judge people based on their actions not their words and so when when your actions are contrary to what your words are i think that creates reasonable doubt see this is what this is why us average people are so frustrated with politics, you know, and I, I ran for office here, you know, um, yeah. a year or so ago and, but I'm not a politician, but I want action done. I want to see education reform. I want to see IP reform. I want to see something done to protect life. And it's frustrating when, because of whether it's the system or whether it's the individual people who are going there are fighting and not coming together and doing what we elected you to do, which is to go and serve us. And again, you're, I'm not talking about you because, you know, you, you know, I, I, you seem to be one of those common sense, rational brothers who's trying to, you know, bring this thing together, but it's frustrating for us. And, and, and what I, you know, say is that, you know, we can, we can have peace and we can have it in the next instant. All it has to happen is for is for regular order to resume. You know, these bills don't have to be my bills. I want to see this stuff get done, whether my name is on it or not. And so I don't care who gets the credit. Uh, I just want to see legislation proceed across the floor that needs to get done. And, you know, we, we had a major and still do have a major education reform bill uh, ready to be taken up on the floor. And we could take it up today. Uh, we could take it up tomorrow. We just need regular order on the floor to resume. Uh, and so, you know, at some point, 
you know, it, it is extremely frustrating. Uh, and, and, and at some point, the, the, the people uh, of the state who have sent us to Jefferson City to do this work uh, are going to be rightfully angry about the lack of progress. And so that is my message uh, to uh, my colleagues and to everyone else involved in the process is we need to keep our promises so uh, that we made to the public. Uh, and that's just all there is to it. So is President Rowden, by removing these guys from their committee assignments and, and appointing new people, is he hoping now to, you know, to, you know, shift the balance of power? Like, so, for example, um, a couple of these really affect you. And congratulations, by the way. I don't know if I should say congratulations or I'm sorry. But um, when Senator Rick Bratton was removed as the vice chair of the Committee of Education and Workforce Development, now you are the new um, vice chair of that committee. So does this give you power and authority to make some moves to make sure that these bills on education reform are brought to the um, to the floor? How is that going to work? Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, the uh, you know I've got a lot of ability now to uh, to try to shepherd these these bills through the process. Uh, and, you know, as, as bills are referred to me, I'm going to act with as much speed as possible uh, to get these bills to the floor uh, and and hopefully uh, through the Senate chamber. You know, we haven't even talked yet about, uh, you know, the, the Democrats, the other party and and all the constraints and all the pressures that they put on the process, uh, because we can't get through filibusters of our own members to even get to the next hurdle, which is the filibusters and the opposition of the Democrats on these issues. So, like, they're literally doing the work of the Democrats. They're loving it, too, uh, and they're probably fundraising off this. Yeah, I mean, Democrats are getting to to sit back and take it easy while someone else does their job. It's it's extremely frustrating. What's our majority in the Senate, in the state Senate? Uh, The breakdown of the chamber is 24 Republicans to 10 Democrats. Uh, But as you can see, you only really need six senators to tie the floor up and and really cause a lot of uh, of roadblocks. So, uh, you know, getting through 10 Democrats is also not an insignificant hurdle. Yeah. Well, um, I want to get you out of here on this. Where do we go from here, Senator? Well, you know, I think this is a contest of wills, and I think the you know, people, uh, the, the senators need to hear from the public. And so I encourage folks to, to call their senator uh, and, and message them and, and tell them that, that we want the Senate to resume functionality. Uh, because ultimately, uh, this, is, this, is, this state belongs to the people, and the people's voice needs to be heard. Senator Amen. Curtis Trent, yeah, you're, you're right on. Thank you for what you're doing, and thank you for being a voice. Hey, the next time you're back in town, I want to have you come in here and sit down with me, and we're going to just keep talking about all this. So um, let's make that happen. All right, we'll do it. Hey, thanks for your time. Thanks, Curtis. Yep, thank you. There you go. We're talking to State Senator. We just talked to State Senator Curtis Trent, and um, he's telling us about some of the um, the craziness in the Senate. I think that Caleb Rowden said the Chaos Caucus um, they are causing some trouble over there. And, um, yeah, I, I, I've been saying it for a while. I'm intrigued by that. The Freedom Caucus, I think there's some good to it. But, you know, man, you see the downside of this, and, you know, it's sad. Won't voters maybe at some point just get so fed up with it that they just don't vote for members of the Freedom Caucus? And I that's mean, sad. I mean, could, could that happen? Yeah, and it's sad, but these people represent our values. Exactly. I mean, they do. They, they are conservative. They're sometimes ultra-conservative. They're just putting there it appears and allegedly sure. again, i don't we don't know we haven't talked we're getting, we're getting one side so far yeah. yeah it appears that they're putting their own personal agendas ahead so hey um we're going to stay on this um topic here we have 
um, State Senator Jill Carter. She's from the Joplin area. She's going to be with us next. She's a first-term senator. And then um, after her at 745, State Auditor Scott Fitzpatrick, he's going to be with us. He's going to be talking about the um, some of the conflicts going on with him and Jay Ashcroft's office there. And more then, Republican in fighting. More Republican <laughs> in fighting. And then in the 8 o'clock hour, we'll have um, State Representative Bishop Davidson. He'll be here. And then school board candidate Josh Roberts of Nixon School Board. Stick around. Wake up, Springfield.